podcast where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. And I'm producer Henry J. Thanks so much for joining us on episode number 85, which is brought to you by Milltown Credit Union. Check out their Super Youth Savings Account, which offers 5% over the current dividend rate on the first $750, with the rate being 5.35 APY. Learn more at milltowncu.org or visit them at 3201 Broadway. On today's show, we're going to be highlighting some events from our weekly goodness newsletter. Uh, We're going to play uh, some Port of Everett trivia. We're going to talk about shopping small in Everett around the holiday season. And then uh, we have an interview with Everett Library Director Abby Cooley. Let's jump in. Let's take a look at some events happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. So, uh, Tyler, what is your event pick of the week? Uh, I'm going to do the uh, Silver Tips Hockey Happy Hour. I don't go to enough Silver Tips games, um, and it's like I always want to go to the games whenever they're not playing. So, I'm trying to take advantage of it this year. I do think for like the value and what you get, Silver Tips games are great great deal it's like the same price as a movie really um but the hockey happy hour is really cool because it's like i think it's like 24 bucks and you get a lower level ticket so like really good seats and it comes with a beer so pro tip hockey happy hour is a great way to experience the silver tips sit up close and get um beer i think beer is like five bucks for bud and bud light during hockey happy hour too nice and when's that uh, I think it's this Wednesday. Nice. Awesome. How about you, Henry? What'd you pick? Well, I picked something that I've never been to, but I kind of want to go. And it's a holiday on the bay at Port of Everett. They're going to have a lighted boat parade and tree lighting. And then the farmer's market's going to be there. And I could get my face painted and I could ride on a fire truck and I could donate toys for tots, um, listen to holiday music, and I can talk with Santa, which is very important around this <laughs> this time of the year. I need to really tell him what I need. Um, so I, I'm excited for that. I want to see a photo of you with your face painted sitting on Santa's lap on the back of the fire truck. <laughs> just all of that, all in one photo. As, I'll see what as, I can do. As the boat parade is going by in the background. I'll just pull my Live in Everett card and just be like, hey, I'll put this on the gram. <laughs> like, Santa, do you know who I am? I'm, the, I'm that other guy from Live in Everett. Uh, that's <laughs> Saturday at 11 a.m. Nice. So. And speaking of... Uh, holiday events this Thursday at Wetmore Plaza uh, at the Performing Arts Center there in downtown Everett is Wintertide. Uh, It's this Thursday at 4 p.m. The man in red himself will be there as well. Who's the man in red? Uh, You'll have to go to find out. Uh, Is that like Johnny Cash but in red? Yeah, yeah. It's the Johnny Cash tribute that's going to be at the Historic (laughs) Everett Theater. (laughs) Awesome. So Wintertide Thursday, they'll also have arts, crafts, face painting, uh, holiday photo booth, kids stage performance, hot cocoa, bonfire, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, I am going to try and make it. And uh, we haven't decided if uh, we're going to introduce our four-month-old to Sienna yet or not. It might just scare her. We'll see. Possibly. You, never, <laughs> I th- you know, you got to get that first couple of... Uh, Santa experiences out of the way. Yeah, the photo with Santa where it's just a crying child. Yeah. Those are the best. That's, you know, fodder for embarrassment later on down the road. That's true. It's pretty classic. Okay, I was totally wrong about Hockey Happy Hour. It's on Friday night. Wednesday night's promotion is Cyber Week Flash Sale where you can get a ticket and drink combo 
uh, for fifteen dollars. Damn, fifteen oh. bucks. Yeah, I know that's a Ooh, good deal. Snaps. See, it's cheap, way cheaper than a movie. We're going. Well, that's what we picked out for this week. For more details and to get the weekly goodness sent directly to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveinever.com slash subscribe. In this week's Life in Everett segment, we're going to be talking about shopping small during the holidays. I'm really interested in, um, just feel like the older I get and the more involved in community stuff I become, the more mindful I am of where I shop and where I spend my money and can really see how, um, shopping local, like what I always say is if people can't complain about not having amenities in your community, if you don't support the things that are in your community. Right. So I I really like that we're talking about, um, shopping small this holiday season. We try to do that with Thanksgiving, getting all of our stuff at the co-op and, um, so as far as shopping small, I think I'm going to try to do a bunch of my holiday shopping for like the, the smaller gift items, um, for friends and acquaintances also at the co-op because they have such a cool mercantile section and local artists have their stuff there and all of that. What about you guys? Where do you like to shop local? Yeah. For like holiday gifts, um, I know Jay Matheson, uh, in downtown Everett on Colby has a lot of great stuff. I think they're kind of known as like a kitchenware store, but they also have just lots of other types of like Tons good of gift items and greeting cards. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I have another one I want to say, but I don't know what you're going to say, Henry. So I don't want to No, you go for it. Oh, uh, well, I, the other one I was going to say is, um, the, the local makers markets, which I know there was just one, uh, last week, but I think they have another holiday one coming up soon here. I think it's on December 20th. It's like their last minute gift yeah i think they do that every year yeah Yeah. that that sounds familiar so that's a good call yeah the the makers markets are always really cool um where you can go to one spot and have you know a handful of uh vendors that make you know local handmade goods and they have a cool story behind them and all that kind of good stuff and uh, so that's always a good spot too that was the one that I was going to say is the makers See, market. That's, that's why I was trying to get. <laughs> what about just local makers in general? Um, exactly. I want I want to try to get to. a whiskey knits hat for somebody, a couple Elizabeth person prints, maybe a Josh Jones or Rosemary Jones uh, piece. And yeah, I just feel like there's no shortage of like, you know, things that are made in Everett that we can get for, for gifts. Yeah. It is cool that so many local artists with, um, you know, I feel like a lot of them have Etsy shops now. Mm-hmm. And so you can, even if there isn't, you know, a, a vendor market going on, then if, if you know of a local artist you like, you can probably just order their stuff right online. What about living Everett merch for, <laughs> for all day gifts? <laughs> yeah, I like to do all my shopping in uh, that white tub over there. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we got a, we got a couple, a uh, couple pieces of living Everett merch. If you have uh Someone you're shopping for who uh, likes Everett. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, we didn't do a Black Friday sale. I think we should do that. We didn't. We need to get more we merch. We suck being retailers. Yeah, we're not very strong <laughs> in the uh, the retail department. <laughs> um, I feel like Toggles is like another spot to point out if you have anyone on your shopping list that likes interesting craft beer. Oh, yeah. Their selection is insane. That's what uh, my brothers and I were always buying each other, like, fancy beers and stuff and yeah it's a good call and they have gift cards too what about the archery store 
I need to go Never in there. Been in. Never Man, been is in. that Van Winkles? Or, or no, what about, uh, what about, no. Oh yeah, it is right by Van Winkles. What about Christmas gifts on Broadway? Have you? Ever, that sounds like a fitting place to go get Christmas <laughs> Is that a gifts? real place? Dude, yeah. it is a real place. It's like around like 37th and Broadway or it's, it's by Brown Bear, right? It's like down on that end of. We need to do Broadway. an article or something on and that it's place. place. We got to check it out. It's like an old house and it's got a sign on Broadway that says Christmas gifts on Broadway. And it's like, I drove by it for years before I noticed it. That's crazy. And it's called, yeah. I mean, it's Christmas gifts on Broadway. I, I do love in general, all the small local, um, I kind of think of them as like novelty shops, but the, I mean, I guess specialty shops would yeah. be the right word. Um, even like Sil- Silver Lake uh, Video. Oh yeah, uh, that's a good one. I mean Everett Vacuum. Obviously, that's not a place for gifts. Um, I mean, it might be ha- Harry's Leather Shop. Harry's Leather Shop. You know, which is I think it's mostly for like horse, uh, like oh. saddles and things like that. Is the, what I gather. But apparently, you can just go in there and buy leather to make leather goods out of. It's mm. it's mainly for the horse person in, in your life. Half horse, wow. half person, the centaur. Yeah. So it's for the centaur in your family. If you've got a horse person in your life. Um, well, hey, where do you guys like to shop small in Everett? We would love to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731 or email us at podcast at liveineverett.com. So I sat down last week with Abby Cooley, who's the director of the Everett Public Library, to talk about their expansion that's happening with the Evergreen branch and just what the library has in general, like services that the library provides. Do you know that you can get lynda.com for free with your library card? That's awesome. I've I've heard heard that somewhere. I knew Snow Isle did that. I didn't know that Everett did too. That's amazing. That is fantastic. And a whole bunch of other stuff too. So we'll take a listen to my interview with Abby. Can't wait. Alrighty. So I'm here with Abby Cooley, who's the library director. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So um, yeah, we're going to talk about the library today, obviously. And uh, yeah, I guess my first question is, so the Evergreen branch is expanding Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So the Evergreen Branch will be expanding. It's tentative to start construction in mid-January 2019, which is just around the corner. Uh, it's been a process that's been long in the planning, and we're excited that it will finally um, begin. Uh, we've gone through a long process of planning, and then uh, budget estimates came in high. So we took the time to kind of assess the project, make sure we were doing making the right decisions to see if there were any cost-saving measures we could do. Um, with having the least amount of impact on the final result and the feel of the building. Um, And we're at that point. uh, It will soon be passed by city council to offer the bid to a construction company to begin work in mid-January, with the library closing for operation towards the end of December. Um, The unfortunate part is that the branch will have to be closed for about nine months while the project is going on, but the end result um, will be a beautiful, refreshed, and larger library for the community. What are some of the features? Yeah, so we will be um, expanding our meeting room space, uh, which will include a large meeting room that can be divided into two smaller meeting rooms. There'll be a small group study room, there'll be a quiet space, and there'll also be expanded computer access. Very cool. Yeah. So this is so the the branch is going to have to close down. Yeah. So so the it, pretty much gutting the building and expanding the building. Um, so major construction project, um, and the new the new space will feel totally new, but the the older space will also feel totally refreshed and brand new. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So that's not the main 
branch, right? Right. So the, the main branch on Hoyt Avenue will still be open for, for normal business. Right. So the, where is the Evergreen branch for people who may not know? Yep. So the Evergreen branch is uh, more towards South Everett on Evergreen Way. There you go. That's why it's called the Evergreen Branch? That is why it's called the Evergreen there Branch. There we go. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of free things at the library. Um, canopy is one of the things I have written down. Uh, Linda wrote that one down for me to, to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the free free things happening at the library? Yes, yeah, so we have a ton of free opportunities at the library from our traditional services in terms of checking out books uh, and movies and uh, audiobooks as well. Uh, we also have a whole variety of online materials that are available. Uh, so we have books that you can download. We have e-audiobooks that you can download. And then we have services such as Canopy and Hoopla. So Canopy is a service where you can download movies and stream movies hmm. through your library card for free. Um, they have a, especially a really great collection of documentaries on Canopy. And uh, Hoopla is a brand new service that we've had for just a short while. And that has movies and some TV shows, as well as uh, music that you can stream. Wow. So it's like the library's kind of own, I guess, Netflix or... or... It's kind of a library version of Netflix, yeah. Cool. So how does that stuff end up there? Is is there like a library consortium that gets together and says, oh, we want this record or we want this documentary or... Yeah. So so Hoopla and Canopy are uh, commercial services that libraries subscribe to. Um, and through our budget, we subscribe to those and then make them available for our community for free. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I've, I think Linda was talking to me about how she found some really neat documentaries on there that yeah. weren't on any of the other streaming services. And it's yeah. free. And it's free. Exactly. It's completely free. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to the media that you can uh, stream, we also have other services uh, we have Mango Languages, if you're looking to learn a new language. Um, we have lynda.com, which a lot of people know that is just a, re- a website that you can pay to be part of, but the library has a subscription, and you can access all the Lynda uh, video training courses for free with your library card as well. That is fantastic. Yes. yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, like, I mean, that's I use lynda.com all the time in school, and still here, too, yeah. to learn some stuff. So that's great that you can use lynda.com for free. Yes, with, it's, it's, with your free library card. Right. Yeah. It's crazy expensive for some of that stuff. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. To do a full course. Wow. So, wow, that's incredible. I might have to go hit up, hit yeah. up the library, <laughs> get, get my lynda.com on. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of these, once you get your library card, you don't even, although we, we love to see your face in the library, we also understand that people live busy lives, and you can also just access it online from the comfort of your home. How about that? Wow. Yeah. So um, I did a performance at the library Yes. Uh, with uh, Oliver L. Farmy, Everett's greatest band of all time. Um, <laughs> and I was wondering, that's a joke. I don't really actually feel that way. Kind of, maybe. <laughs> Take that, Kenny Loggins. Anyway, um, so I was wondering, is there going to be any more performances, music performances? Uh, at the library. Yeah, so we, we have um, a variety of musical type performances. We have uh, performances that are geared towards family. We have other performances uh, throughout the year. I think what was really special about the Oliver Elf Army show was that uh, it was really hyper-local um, and focused on local music, and that was more of the first time that we've really done that. And we, uh, we thought it was great. We received really good feedback. Um, a lot of music venues locally aren't all ages, so it was a really great way to reach all ages. I think you know we had really young children in the audience to, uh, you know, I'd say people all the way up into seventies or eighties, and so it was just a really fun vibe to see everybody there. And I think uh, although nothing is in the books yet, we we are open and, and hoping to come up with some more opportunities. Cool, that's yeah. fantastic because yeah, that's one of the things that I always talk about that we always talk about on this podcast and just in general that the city does not have an all ages venue. 
So yep. maybe the library can step up yep. and become that all ages venue. That would be really important to Everett. Yeah. And to the music scene as well. And yeah, it was cool. Like playing, being on stage. And I was like, so afraid that we we're going to be way too loud because those, the drums in that room were just super echoey. Yeah. That room like, really vaults sound. Yeah. Right. And I was like, well, I'm going to, I guess I'll turn up and we played it like show volume. And I was afraid that we were just going to blow everybody out and like somebody was going to come down and unplug us because it was just like <laughs> way too loud in a library. Right. And people were coming downstairs and I was seeing like, like kids were standing up in the little balcony area watching and it was just super, super cool. And I know that Mary and Martin had a blast and it was like Mary's like crowning achievement that she made it to the library, (laughs) the library, uh, the sign out front. Yep. Yep. You guys were on the marquee there. Yeah. Yeah. When we were on the marquee, that was something special. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I hope it happens again for sure. Um, so I guess on a, on a more serious note, um, there's a lot of homeless people that hang out at the library. I guess we'll just be cut and dry about it. Um, so I know that the library's taken steps, obviously, to kind of... I don't I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be like curb or deter, I guess, wouldn't be the correct words. I don't know. Um, just kind of like keep, keep that in check, that problem in check, if it is actually a problem. Um, yeah, I was just wondering like what the library is doing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I think one of the things the library prides itself on, not just the Everett Public Library, but all public libraries, is that we are a gracious space for everybody in our community. Um, anyone of any standing, of any background, we welcome them and encourage them to come to our library. Right, which is why I didn't want to say that it's like a, a problem. Right, right now. yeah. And so um, with that... and. and, and I have constantly been referencing a book that I've read recently called Palaces for the People by Eric Kleinenberg. And uh, he's talking, the Palaces for the People is a really strong image to me, that it is one of the last remaining uh, places where it's really a palace for anybody. Um, And it's really a special place for everybody um, and not just a select few. But with that comes uh, some challenges and some obstacles because you do want to be gracious for everybody. Um, and if you have a certain population that makes another certain population feel uncomfortable, that can be a, a challenge to navigate. Um, so in general, the library has rules of conduct that you can follow, and as long as you are following those rules of conduct, you are welcome to be in the library. The challenge starts to become when you're not following those rule, rules of conduct, and so uh, we do have policies set in place that if you are not following those rules of conduct, you, you will be asked to leave the library um, and come back at a certain time. Um, but we've also established other other things. So some of the rules might be um, sleeping for long periods of, in the in the time. Uh, we're also, and this is not just Everett. This is really nationwide. Um, homelessness is is increasing as well as the opioid epidemic, and it truly is an epidemic. So that some of the responses we have had are not so much a response to homelessness, but to the opioid epidemic. Um, so that would include um, having sharps containers in our restrooms. Um, which is a difficult decision to make because you do not want to condone a behavior, but you also want to, uh, for public health reasons. And there's also lots of other people's reasons people might have sharps to dispose of, but that not an easy decision to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so making changes to some of our bathroom layouts. Um, staff had the opportunity to get trained in uh, administering naloxone. Um, so there's the the chance that if the, if an overdose were to occur in the library, that's uh, staff frontline are trained to, to be able to handle that more quickly and potentially save a life. What about, um, there's also security. And we well. have security guards in the library too. Yes. What about outside of the library? 
Um, I know that sometimes people like to hang out outside of there. I see that a lot. I drive past the library every day on my way home. Yeah. So, so, so we have security guards um, and they monitor the outside. Part of their rounds is to monitor the outside, the parking garage and, and just the, the front, the street entrance. Very cool. Well, yeah. I don't feel unsafe when I go to the library, yeah. but I feel like people may. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, um, we try to create a safe space and I always encourage if anyone feels unsafe to definitely automatically let me know so we can address that. Um, but one of the, one of the great places about being a palace for the people and being a, uh, a place where everybody's welcome is that it also exposes to people you aren't comfortable with. Um, and sometimes, uh, being around people helps you become more comfortable with them and, and understand them more and learn more about their situations and who they are and their background and to maybe overcome some of that fear. So the staff is extremely knowledgeable at the library. Um, Linda was saying that like her, when her son asked for a book, they're like super excited and they're like willing to, to find one. I know that um, same thing with, with Mary's son and Oliver Elfarmy, Oliver, who would have thought, right? Um, he waited, he like really wanted this book and he like waited and waited for it. And the staff was super helpful and kind. So, um, yeah, I guess just talk about like the service. Maybe there's uh, I don't know if you guys have like guidelines or like what you strive to, to do, um, when, when trying to help people out. Yeah. Um, so I'm really fortunate that I work with a group of amazing employees and staff that are really dedicated and passionate about our community and also what we do as a library, and that makes it so much easier to serve our, our customers and patrons. Um, we, public librarians in general, we want to help people, um, and part of what we do is connect people to information, whatever information that might be. Um, and we help people find jobs, we help people find that book. Um, that's called Reader's Advisory, that's the technical term for it, is that we try to connect every person with their book that they want. Um, if we don't have it in our collection, we'll see what we can do to find it in another library that can be sent to you. Uh, librarians have a, a knack through experience and training to, to find what that book is. Uh, you know, it's happened more than once where a customer might come in saying, you know, I read a book a couple years ago and I really want to read it again. You try to figure out what that book is. You know, do you remember what it was about or who the author was or what the title was? And they might give us just something like, well, it had a green cover. Yeah, and right. we actually are able to super librarians have superpowers and we can sometimes even figure that out if starting with just what the color of the book is. So basically our staff are just amazing and experts and passionate and we'll do whatever they can to connect the person with the information they're looking for. And not just books, we help people find jobs, we help them with technology, we help uh, connect them to other local resources in the community because we don't, uh, we don't have all the answers, we don't have all the solutions, but we can help you get there. Um, we have some fabulous resources in the library where we have um, community resource days where we have different organizations come in and customers can stop and learn about healthcare and housing assistance and uh, mental health assistance, uh, which is just a really great resource to have. We also have what's called book a librarian, where if you need a little extra one-on-one -on -one help, maybe that's with technology, maybe it's on a research paper, we can set aside time where you're guaranteed time with a librarian independently. Wow. So yeah. you get one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. That's awesome. I will say huge shout out to uh, the staff at the Northwest room. Yes. Yeah. We, we use them a lot and you know, uh, we had questions that they gave us for, for trivia on the podcast and they were outstanding and incredible. And yeah, there's just the staff in the Northwest room is fantastic. Yeah, and, and, the, and the Northwest room is a, a true gem 
for the library and for the community to have that resource there. Definitely. Yeah. I, I've only been there once, like actually sat down, but I was just blown away. Yeah. Absolutely blown away at like all the, the history in yeah. there about our fair city. Yeah. So. No, it's a, it, as a rel- relatively new resident, it's really fascinating to hear all of the interesting stories that are, that our city holds. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Everett has a, has a crazy rough and tumble yeah. past <laughs> for sure. And it's always fun hearing yes. about it. Um, so I guess, uh, what's coming up? Uh, I guess over the holidays for for the library, is there anything special going on? Any big event? Yes, we we constantly have events going on, not just during holidays, but year round. Um, and I our our programs can all be found on our website epls.org. We have calendars listing events out for several months. Um, I'd say really the biggest, most exciting thing coming up is going to be the Evergreen expansion. And um, through that process and what that end result is going to be is just really going to be a fabulous asset, asset for the community. Very cool. And where can people, I guess, find out more, how to support the local library? Um, yeah, where so, can people go? Yeah, so to support the lo- local library, everything can be found out on our website. Um, but we do have a friends organization, Friends of the Everett Public Library. Um, they're kind of an advocate. They, they support advocacy of the library, also fundraising efforts, and they help support a lot of the wonderful programs that we do. Um, to supplement some of our regular services. So the Friends are an volu- all-volunteer organization, um, and we're always looking for new members of the Friends, both in terms of time volunteering and financial support as well. Is the Friends Library the one that put on that event, the Take Flight event? Yes, yes. so happened? Take Flight was our, our uh, the inaugural fundraising event, um, and it was just a silent auction and music and food and just a fun time to support the library. It looked awesome. I think yeah. it was out of town, but uh, Mary and Oliver Elfarmy won an eight pound. They won the giant wheel of cheese. They won the giant yeah. wheel of cheese and we had a mac and cheese party. Oh, awesome. And it was delicious. Good, so, good. I'm glad to hear that it was used. Yeah, more, more <laughs> cheese at the next one, I guess. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. It was fun coming out today. It's time for Everett Trivia. The Port of Everett has given us some trivia questions and we're going to try and answer them. Let's jump in. That's the that's the heading that I wrote for this for this week. I, it's I like very that. matter of fact and to the point, but it's true. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, poignant. Tyler, you swept last week. Did I? You did. Nice. You got yeah, three Ty- out of Tyler's three. back. I'm back. He's yeah. back on top. I've you know I don't know if you guys know this, but Jeopardy reruns are on Hulu and Netflix right now, and I have been blasting through it. Oh. So we should talk. We should do like literature, geography, trivia next. Okay, I'll see what I can drum up. <laughs> All right, here's the first question. The Jetty Island and Boat Launch, the largest boat launch in the state, was originally built with only six lanes and was called what? The West Marine View Drive Boat Launch, the Port of Everett Boat Launch, the Norton Avenue Boat Launch, or the Port Gardner Boat Launch. Jetty Island and Boat Launch was the largest boat launch in the state. What was it called? back in the day is it i wonder if it's is it still the largest boat launch i'm sure I don't it's know. not but that's no, that's interesting not. what uh what are the options again it was the west marine view drive boat launch uh the port of everett boat launch the norton avenue boat launch or the port gardner boat launch i kind of want to guess norton but i'm not i'm guessing d the port i'm gardner guessing boat launch. b both of you are wrong. It was the Norton Avenue boat launch. What? It, it doesn't C. make any I, sense. Well, C, that's why I wondered if that's what it was, because it doesn't, like, it seems weird. Isn't it on Norton? No, Norton, no, I guess Norton is up Rucker Hill. You know, so right by 25th Street, where that bridge overpass is at, there's actually a small street that cuts over to 
the west it heads uh, northwest and i think it might say norton on it i know um, there's like a street sign i've noticed there before that's kind of peculiar and I so know. i do wonder if, if there used to be like a norton that cut down there or something you know your um strategy for the outlier answer being the right answer is smart very smart Gary. yeah um i have a patent on that so okay don't touch it so in 1987, the Port of Everett Commission voted unanimously to sell 110 acres of port property to who? The U.S. Navy, the city of Everett, Burlington Northern, or the Warehouser Company. Also, why does Warehouser have all these different vowels in it? There's like 18 different vowels in the word Warehouser in the name. I don't know. But uh, the port voted unanimously to sell 110 acres of port property to who? The Navy, the city of Everett, Burlington Northern, or the warehouser company. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Navy. Um, I'm guessing, uh, oh gosh, you're probably right. I guess Burlington Northern. It's the Navy. Tyler's right. There we go. So last one. Here we go. In 1997, what aircraft carrier arrived at its new home port, Naval Station Everett? Is it the Nimitz, the Eisenhower, the Kidd, or the Abraham Lincoln? Which aircraft carrier? Arrived in 97. I know it's one of two. The Nimitz, the Eisenhower, the Kid, or the Abraham Lincoln. I believe it's the Lincoln. I guess the Nimitz. It's the Lincoln. Yeah. I think the Nimitz was the one that was just recently here. Yes. and I knew it was one of those two. That's where the Silvertips mascot got its name. From the Lincoln. Lincoln. From the Lincoln. Ooh, makes sense. There you go. Well, I was consistent in that I got every single one wrong. Congratulations, Garrett. Thank you. Yes. Tyler takes it again. I wonder if we're going to get an aircraft carrier again anytime soon. I don't know. Could we like put out a GoFundMe for an aircraft carrier? <laughs> like us personally? Like yeah. if, if, if we are going to get live in an aircraft carrier? Maybe. Yeah, we could all live on it. Do they, uh, do, they don't fly. Like, so we have had aircraft carriers in the past. Yeah, the Lincoln and the Nimitz do, are both aircraft carriers. Do, do jets actually like fly off of them like well it's no, in the no, port not when no. it's in the okay, port okay i didn't no. think so but they do fly off and land when they're out at sea which i think aircraft carriers are the craziest could you imagine that job landing a plane on a boat as it's like going over waves <laughs> it's so crazy <laughs> you'd imagine trying to trying to land that plane you know or yeah. being the guy like yeah. on the runway like trying to <laughs> land the plane like come on in buddy and some people have the craziest jobs be terrifying Help support Live in Everett with a donation to our Patreon. Even a dollar a month helps us deliver stories, videos, and this podcast about the good things in Everett every single week. Want to know more? Head over to patreon.com slash live in Everett to donate today and help support Live in Everett. Thanks for hanging out on the Live in Everett podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. If you'd like to drop us a line, you sure can podcast at liveinever.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Thanks for joining us today. Special thanks to Oliver Elf Army for our theme music uh, and to Abby Cooley from the uh, Everett Library as well as our producer, Henry J. Good things happen in Everett because of you. So thanks for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everyone. This is why we're Everett till the grave.